0: Welcome to the Life as an Observer podcast. My name is Ryan Bean. I am your host in self-observation. This podcast is an exploration of physical and non-physical self through discussion around yoga, meditation, self-improvement, self-realization, and practices that elevate the mind-body-soul connection. Let's start observing. This episode of Life as an Observer is made possible by patron support. If you'd like to support this program, you can visit patron.podbean.com/backslash Life as an Observer to learn more. Welcome to Life as an Observer. I am Ryan Bean, and your host today. I want to talk a little bit about money as energy. And this topic has actually been swirling around in my brain for probably a good month or two months now, uh, and really didn't know how I wanted to address this particular topic. Uh, a lot of it was just because I wasn't necessarily feeling like I was an expert in the, in the field. And I think that's where we, we tend to fail sometimes. We wait till we're an expert or we feel as though we're an expert and before we can actually even talk about things. And... I'm going to address this in a way that really just talks about making uh, inspired action. You'll hear me say that a lot today. Um, and getting deep into just taking action is actually what we need to be doing. So uh, I'm going to begin today. Just a, a quote from Joseph Campbell. He said that money is congealed energy and releasing it releases life's possibilities and um, energy, the energy of money, just, I think there was a, actually in a book about that by uh, Dr. Maria Nimeth um, wrote about it. Um, I haven't read the book yet, but I, I'm certainly very interested in, in going deeper into this topic because really making money is about how we position ourselves and how we offer value. See, life is really hard when you don't know what you truly value because you're putting your energy into trying to get rid of fear or uh, rather than trying to materialize what your dreams are and a lot of this has to do with how we've uh, created a story around money abundance where it comes from what it actually is so this podcast itself was developed based upon uh, inspired action just do it even though you don't know what you're doing Even though you haven't done this before, it doesn't mean that you can't do it. It just means that there's a fear surrounding it and materializing your dreams will never happen unless you get rid of the fear and move forward. So you have to move forward regardless of the fear. It's it's just part of the process. It's part of the process of just showing up and saying, okay, today is going to have some fear associated with it, and I'm going to learn from this, and I'm going to take some action. I think we we get ourselves in this position where we're like, you know, when I have this amount of money or this amount of uh, material things, and then that's when I can take action on my new business, or when I have this amount of education, um, then I'll truly be able to to move into the life that I deserve. And I can tell you that that is a very self-sabotaging um, kind of philosophy to hang on to when I'm ready, when I have something else. And when I become, in my opinion, a collector of knowledge, when you become this collector, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have Uh, more or less to offer. It just means that you have some knowledge that you've paid for, that you've spent some time acquiring or you went and studied. But none of that really means a whole lot of things. I know people who have lots of degrees who make less than I do. And, uh, you know, oppositely, those who have not even uh, completed, even, you know, maybe even high school, who make a lot more. So not that I'm undervaluing the the importance of education, but many times we wait for education before we can say we're ready to receive. And so this takes us to our association and our relationship with money. Our relationship with money is something that has probably been adopted um, from your upbringing. Um, whether that be from your parents, grandparents, just your association with money, maybe you're further along in life and you've had a few ups and downs and that trauma of losing or not having enough has become what you've adopted as your belief about money and whatever those beliefs are, there's not enough in the world, um, you need to be in a certain position to be able to make that money, um, there's, there's a whole lot around it, and a lot of it has to do around fear. So, fears about money. Uh, some of that is even fear of success, fear of actually getting to the place where you're in charge, where you make the shots, where you call the shots, and then failing at that, let's say as an entrepreneur or a business, um, many times creates fear. Um, also, the opposite. Just uh, so that's a success fear. And then, what about a failure fear? I, fe- I fear that I'm going to fail. Um, that I'm going to make a, you know, kind of a fool of myself. That I'm going to have to explain myself to my family. Whatever, whatever that is to you. So, there's all these different things surrounding this that we can fear. We can fear success, we can fear failure, we can fear the unknown, we can fear the traumas that have happened. What if this happens again? So we make these agreements with ourselves. And I'm going to kind of lead us into a small uh, sort of meditation at the end about the agreements we make with ourselves. But money is all about how we position and offer value. And many times, even those who we find are the most value to our society. Uh, let, let's say teachers, for instance, um, someone who teaches children have a lot of value. They have a lot of value that they're, they're teaching and they're offering this to children. But what has not happened and why there isn't the amount of abundance that maybe we would want or they would want or expect is about positioning. It's about positioning and putting yourself in a place where you can take what you've learned and all these skills you've acquired and making them more readily available to more amounts of people or those who value what you have to offer. Listen to what I said there. You can offer what you have to small groups and maybe those who do not value what you're offering or you can position yourself to be in a place where those people, where those groups, where those communities, where those governments, whatever it is, where you position yourself to be more valuable to them. There's lots of instances of this, whether it be teachers who haven't created their online courses or books, and are just still teaching, making their, their, their wage every month, and wondering when will teachers get paid more. Well, I agree they probably should, but it's all about being in a, p- a position and value before you can actually even get that. By staying in the same school, doing the same thing, there's no position, there's no value other than to the students who can't bring in more abundance for you. So we need to position ourselves. The same is true for artists. There's a lot of really amazing artists out there who have not learned to position themselves and offer value for their artwork. Uh, there's 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 countless. The countless artists out there. We've even coined a phrase, the starving artist, right? The starving actor, the st- and all these creatives that are valued by our society, but yet there's no abundance flowing to them, and it's because of positioning and offering value. I remember reading, and I maybe even talked about this in a previous podcast about George Clooney, an actor who went to Hollywood and he could act everything. He could, you know, do every character. and could do everything that he wanted. But he still wasn't getting the parts. And maybe it was just because he was maybe overacting. Now, again, I don't know acting all that well, so I can't be the one to to say yes or no. But that he wasn't necessarily um, offered the jobs, not because he wasn't talented, but because he wasn't selling value. And when he realized that, when he would say. What do you actually need from me, Mr. Director or Producers? I can sell that and make your life easier, and I can do this and this and this. That's created a value proposition and where he positioned himself in front of the right people. You can be the best actor ever sitting in your basement, but never have any value or position yourself to receive. I find this in the work that I do. I teach yoga, and a lot of yoga instructors... Position themselves in studios and they try to work and teach more classes They'll teach three or four classes a day. They'll teach every day of the week. They'll have events. They'll do meditations They'll do experimental classes. They'll guest teach. They'll do all kinds of workshops, hopefully trying to get a retreat one day But this is all working really really hard and not necessarily offering a position to advance past that now value maybe so you know when you start teaching teacher trainings you create more value for yourself when you maybe offer your meditations uh, like I have uh, online on an, a meditation app you offer value there and you've positioned yourself to a bigger audience through this podcast a bigger audience uh, value of being able to communicate and to be able to speak in front of groups so there's a lot of a lot of things that I've done to position myself to not only create more value, but then really being in front of different audiences. What we need to learn to do is when we find these great ideas that come to us and really tapping into our heart coherence a place that just kind of says, do this. This is our intuition. Right. And so we say, OK, I hear you. I feel it. I need to start a podcast. I need to create an online platform. I need to go live on Instagram every day and talk about what I'm learning. Whatever that is that you need to better position yourself for success and to be better at the skill that you're trying to acquire, whether that be public speaking, whether that be being an artist, positioning yourself and putting yourself out there even if you're afraid. Actually, especially if you're afraid. You should put yourself out there and give yourself some indicator markers, some sort of protocol that says, I'm gonna do this for this amount of time to this audience, and it's gonna scare me every single day. And I'm gonna do that so that I can offer value and positioning. Now, I heard this recently, and actually, I've even done it with myself. So I'm gonna actually tell the story about myself first, and then where I heard it second there's lots of courses that i want to take there's lots of things that i want to do and places that i want to go even even this show itself i've kind of positioned the the patron side of this by the way if you'd like to become a patron and get additional content to life as an observer that is available at podbean and i'll leave a link in there but offering different content in a way to where we can um begin to, for me, my goals were to travel and I'm looking at doing a van. Okay, so there's all this stuff that I want to do. Moving in my van to do more retreats and buying a really nice one so I can take my dog along and enjoy that. But also there's a lot of training I'm doing through breath work and through yoga. And all this stuff, of course, costs a little bit of money. And to do so, once I learn it, I can then kind of regurgitate that in a way or teach that to my audience, which I'm creating here through the podcast and through other mediums. But we have to take inspired action. One of the courses I'm taking now um, requires me to fly to Poland and has, uh, you know, 10 modules and it's, you know, over a year long and we, you know, lots of money to fly to Europe and I live in the United States. So there's lots of stuff happening to move and go there and do this. And we can make all kinds of excuses. We all have different excuses for different things, right? We can say why we're not going to do it. We can actually even rationalize it and have it make sense. But if we don't take action, then it's as though it never really even happened. It was just kind of an idea that will then come to torment us, right? Our thoughts come back and they say, you should have done that. And we have that regret. You see, I think our heart and the universe really conspire together. They they tend to do that. I think Paulo Coelho said that once you want anything, the universe will immediately conspire to make it so. And I'm paraphrasing that, but something along those lines where When you want it, you send it out to the universe and then you got to take action. You can't just say, I want that, sit back and do nothing. You got to do a little bit of work. It doesn't mean work harder. It just means do the steps that get you in front of the right people at the right time, at the right place. And that, my friends, you may not know when that is going to be. You may not know who you need to meet with. You may not know when that's going to be, but you know you have to take action, right? You know you got to take action. So, you just do. You just start and you just go. Thomas Edison was a really great uh, role model of this and, and a person that we could certainly emulate when it came to, to developing products and services. Failure was a requirement. We needed to know how it, f- it failed, so that you could know how to succeed. Now, I think I want to look at this uh, uh, as a, from uh, an outsider now. I've had many people come to me and say, well, I I want to do this with my life. This is what would bring me a lot of joy. Well, remember what we said just a few minutes ago. Life is hard when you don't do what you truly value because you're putting your energy into trying to get rid of fear rather than materializing your dreams. So what are your dreams? You got to get clear on your dreams first. And then you got to get clear on your why. Why do you want that? And then... And then you start listening to inspired action, as after meditation, after breath work, after just being in the quiet or being in nature. And then you let go of the how and the when. The how and the when are going to make themselves known to you through um, heart feeling or opportunities showing up. Whether it be investment opportunities or whether that be travel opportunities I was watching um, something on, on television the other day. It was on, um, on YouTube, and, and the gentleman was talking about how paper money, coins even, just anything, any kind of money itself is really useless if it's not being used. Money should flow. Now, think about what that means a little bit. You can be a hoarder of money and hang on to it because you're so worried about losing it. But what energy is that putting out to the universe? If you're hanging on to abundance because you're afraid to use it, even if you don't have a lot of abundance, let's say you're still working on it. You're still trying to get ahead and you're trying to make money. And your solution, which has been what you've been taught, maybe by your parents or your grandparents, is work harder, work longer, position yourself to get the raise at the job that you're at, And you work, 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 and hopefully you get to a place where you feel sort of comfortable. But is this what you truly want? Is this what you truly value? Are you doing what you want with your life's work? Or are you simply working for someone else? Making them happy, doing their life's work. So we need to get clear on what we really want, moving past the dreams and materializing what our dreams are. That paper money Can sit in your bank account. It can sit on your desk. It can sit in a box somewhere, perfectly safe. But guess what? It does nothing for you. Nothing if it sits there. Nothing. Money needs to be put into action, into motion. Abundance is a flow. It is a flow. We find this, and I'll I'll tell you my personal story with this. I've recently got into uh, investing and cryptocurrency, and I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not here to advise you on that. But what I have found, it almost reinforces my belief that money is simply energy. How are we to know what the next cryptocurrency, the next stock, the property that you may want to buy, how are we to know that it will explode and skyrocket? Well, you don't, okay? You you have no idea. These are very high-risk investments. But what I will tell you, Is when you're all in and you have a belief, when you have a belief and where you feel it, not in your head, your analytical thinking, that's counting numbers, get out of there. Get into your heart where it says, how will this feel to receive? How does that abundance when it comes back to me feel to receive? putting your money that would just be sitting in your bank account, right? You would just sit it there or sitting underneath your pillow or in a safe somewhere and putting it to action, whether that be for your, you know, bettering yourselves, educating yourself, going to more schooling, and then talking about it on, you know, maybe on Instagram or whatever your largest platform is, whatever that platform is that you like to say is your biggest platform, use that as a way to teach. Teachers do that. Um, yoga instructors do that meditators do that if you're a business consultant do that offer what you have on your biggest online platform and do it maybe even do it like a 30-day challenge for yourself that says i'm going to do this so that i can find my 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 when and how okay because we don't know when that's going to happen when you're that money's going to come to you you don't know when that next opportunity is going to open up for you And I can only speak on my own experiences, really. i found that as I put myself out there, more and more opportunities come my way. Opportunities to teach at retreats, opportunities to host workshops, to do private lessons, to do more, um, you know, just more classes. Um, But remember, I'm only doing with what feels good. So we have to set boundaries. We have to say, okay, I'm setting a boundary that this I'm not teaching every day that I need to reserve time to to do the podcast, to do other things that I'm doing. So I have to set boundaries. And you'll find that that more and more that happens, more and more that comes to you as you release resistance to the infinite possibilities that can be and reducing using the ideas that are thought through in your analytical mind. Because your mind only is, is very limited compared to what the universe can offer. I would have no idea to manifest some of the opportunities that I'm currently now living in, that I'm embracing. Now, I manifested a lot of stuff deliberately, um, but some of the the opportunities and places that I teach came to me, and I would have never have known about them, um, some of the retreats and so forth. So we have to release that resistance and say, okay, I'm letting go. I'm getting clear on my why, but I'm letting go of the how and the when. Why do I want that? Because this is my life's work. I love it. I enjoy it. I love serving. Um, Getting clear on, on that. And then why is that? Why do I love that? Because I enjoy it. Because I love giving back. It feels good. I feel abundant with just serving. And so you start to create these kind of lists that really become gratitude journals. Where you're just like, hey, I can write this down in my gratitude journal. I'm happy that four people came to my class today. Even though it was a small class, this is why I do this. This is why I do this. I have many, many examples of this, and I'm happy to talk to you more on one-on-one. Um, I'm getting ready to start up my, my one-on-one or more of a group um, opportunity within the, the patron page on Podbean. So you just have to go to patron.podbean.com uh, backslash life as an observer. I'll put the, cl- the link in the, the show notes but in there, we will have lots of other content, recorded content, and I'm getting ready. The, the patron group is starting to get large enough where we can offer group sessions, which will include breathwork, meditation, and uh, some other coaching. Some other coaching as needed, more in a group setting, once a month. Um, we'll probably do that on their live platform. I'm still looking at it if Zoom is a is a good option or if um, Podbean's uh, live platform will uh, will work. Um, I, I really like the, the face-to-face interaction. So if you're at all interested in that, look at that. Um, no matter what platform you're listening to, to this podcast on today, you should find a link to that. Also, a lot of opportunities for retreats coming up. Uh, one, actually, as this comes out, only in about three weeks, but you can still go there. We have day passes available, and that's in Florida, um, uh, Punta Vedra, Florida. I'm doing something called the Evolve art and meditation retreat and i'm doing it with some amazing artists Um, again another opportunity that just sort of came to me that i didn't know was going to come to me but did and so um, i'll be there november the 11th through the 15th if you're anywhere near florida and want to come for a day you can or if you'd like to fly down and be there for a few days we do have um, several rooms left it's actually a really big house right on the beach and we have several rooms left Um, you can find more information about that at expansionretreats.com and I'll put that also in the show notes um, coming up next year. I plan on doing a lot of traveling and I guess the patrons really helped me get this along. Um, but yeah, I definitely planning on buying a, a van and traveling. So hopefully being near a city near you and um, hosting workshops, uh, recording live. Um, and that being said, I'm interested in getting more uh, guests and content. So if you are listening here, your reviews really make a big difference in pushing us up the charts, especially on Apple podcasts. Um, it's hard to get guests and have them, uh, you know, everybody's schedule work at the same time and getting on to the, getting onto to the, the podcast. But um, if you have, a, you know, a service, a book, uh, you know, maybe you have a retreat coming up that you'd like to talk about, I am very open to discussing those with you, if it makes sense with our platform, and I feel like it'll bring value to uh, the audience here at Life as an Observer. Let's talk about it. You can reach out to me. Um, best way probably is on my Instagram, which is Ryan Bean Yoga, and you can DM me there and send me um, just an introduction and let me know kind of what you're thinking. Um, I'd like to meet new people, and I think I really created this podcast in a way to... To, to open up my network and to, to meet more people. So I want to move a little bit into some um, agreements that we make with ourselves. And these are really kind of affirmations. So i um, just kind of using this time period. Um, at, we'll call it a pseudo meditation. I would want it to be more about an empowerment of our narrative. And so as you get here, maybe if, you, if you're in a place where you can close your eyes, you're welcome to do that. And as we drop in, Um, we are still kind of in the momentum of what we were talking about, that being the energy is money and that we're opening up to life's possibilities. We're understanding that our upbringing has created a narrative around money that may be limiting and that we have the possibilities and the potential to grow beyond that belief system, whether it be through overcoming our fears or just positioning ourselves and offering value. And maybe spending a moment here, as we drop into our breath and move into the space beyond our analytical mind moving past what we think about, but really what, what we have stored, the yogis call this the chitta, the storehouse. And we, we go into the storehouse of our mind and some of those things and those limiting beliefs that are there. And we move into the place where we can connect to the quantum field. Where we move into where all possibilities exist and where there is infinite amounts of abundance, infinite success, infinite love. Everything is there we move beyond that maybe just by simply acknowledging that it exists. I know that abundance is unlimited. I'm just embracing that phrase, that word, I know that abundance is unlimited. I understand that I am capable of becoming abundant. I understand that I am capable of becoming abundant. I know that I am successful. I know that I am successful. I believe that When I stare my fears in the face, I can overcome them. I know that when I stare my fears in the face, I can overcome them. I believe that my success is heavily weighted with my ability to act. I believe that my success is heavily weighted with my ability to act. I know that I have value to offer this world. I know that I have value to offer this world. Today, I will look for opportunities and I will find them. Today, I will look for opportunities, and I will find them. Today, I will listen to the frequency of my heart, knowing that it will lead me to where I need to be. Today, I'm going to listen to the frequency of my heart, knowing that it will lead me to where I need to be. I'm letting go of doing things the way I've always done them. And I'm moving into a more deliberate creation where I say yes. I'm letting go of the things and the ways that I used to do them. And I'm moving towards just saying yes. As I say yes with boundaries my abundance will flow. As I say yes, with boundaries, my abundance will flow. Money is just energy. Today I will share energy with others. Money is just energy. Today I will share energy with others. As I give, I will also receive. As I give, I will also receive. As I put money to work, put it into action, action will then come back to me. As I put money into action, action will come back to me. You must take action, friends. No matter what it is, the fears that you may have about being rejected or being successful or being a failure, you have to try. This is the limiting belief that many generations have not told you. They've said work harder. They've said um, work longer. Stay at the job that you don't like because there's stability Um, Lots of of other excuses, but frankly, they are all excuses that are keeping you away from performing at your highest potential and receiving the energy that you are deserved to receive. Make investments, friends. Do it responsibly. Make investments in your education. Make investments on virtual currencies. Make... uh, Uh, stock trades, buy the land, invest in a business, whatever it is that you're passionate about, do that. Because what we're doing is we're moving past that hard life of doing what someone else wants us to do, doing something that we don't truly value. But when you move into that value and putting your energy into trying to get rid of the fear, you are materializing and manifesting your dreams. Give yourself 30 days of doing what scares you the most. It will become easier. 30 days of doing what scares you the most, and you will not only learn a valuable lesson, many valuable lessons, but I believe you will also step into the ability to manifest money, success, abundance, love, and all the things that you're trying to step into, but you have to do it for yourself. No one else can make that action for you. They can give you money, but that doesn't change your abilities to manifest. That just gives you money, and that doesn't really do much because it's just energy. Someone sharing with you, they're going to reap the benefits because they're sharing. Your job is to act so that you can begin to receive, share wealth, share abundance, share ideas. We are in a society that sometimes wants to hold on to ideas. We're afraid people will steal them or do something with them. Share ideas, share thoughts, share experiences. I can't imagine where I would be if I was the only one, you know, doing breath work in this world and not sharing it with the world. Wim Hof is a really great example of that. He's someone who found something out learned about it on his own, and then became um, sharing it with the world, not holding it on. Look how strong I am. Look how long I can hold my breath. Look how long I can stay in the cold. No, it's about sharing this with the world so others can join along. And that, my friends, is true abundance. That is sustainable abundance. And that is the universe beginning to bless you. Just a challenge. I look forward to hearing from all of you. I would love to see you on the Patreon page if you're at all interested, or following me on some of the social media sites. Um, share this, share this podcast with someone who you feel like might benefit from it. Just click and share. Send it to your your Instagram stories if it had any value for you or if it inspired you. I'd love to hear from you, and I'll share some of those. If you tag me, Ryan Bean Yoga, if you tag me, I will be happy to to reshare those and and keep your abundance going thanks for uh, joining today I look forward to talking with you again look forward to some new guests I have some new guests that are we're lining up and I um, am really looking forward to having guests back on the show so thanks for joining today we'll see you on the next episode